I think the answer to life is learning how to heal yourself so that in turn you're healing the global consciousness. And oh, they gave me goosebumps. <laughs> um, and so like that's really what I'm working on right now is just finding all the parts of me that maybe have been a little broken over the lifetime of different experiences and things I've been through and really going inside and asking myself like, what do I need to pass this point? Like, what do I need to heal myself in these areas? And so a lot of things I've been doing right now is uh, doing a lot of journaling, uh, doing a lot of meditation. I do um, guided meditation specifically at night. Today, we get to speak with Abigail Sinclair. She's the founder and CEO of the Human Network Connection. She helps entrepreneurs and podcasters in growing their network through guest appearances on podcasts with the help of media sheets that enable podcasters picking the right guests for their podcasts. After leaving her corporate job and teaching virtual assistants her corporate experience, she's been running an agency for 10 years to help entrepreneurs with a variety of virtual support. This builds on her authority as being a financial and wealth strategist. Let's listen in to this episode as we explore the journey that enabled Abigail to succeed. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Abigail, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I know we've been trying to get this scheduled for quite some time, so I'm um, very excited to be here. And um, yeah, let's get started. Sweet. So, Abigail, if it's, we met through certain different networks many eons ago, you know, internet internet ages, so weird. But we've been connecting and we've been chatting back and forth, passing guests and learning about each other's. Uh, business practices and you know what are the cool tools on WordPress tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in this space what what inspires you and what's the what's the version of your journey that's no one heard before sure um well how I got started um just in general being an entrepreneur um about 10 years ago you know when the last um economic crash happened I realized, you know, being in corporate America and having that job that it's not something you can always rely on, um, especially when things get tough, which mm -hmm. I find interesting. Um, you would think if anything, we should be able to rely on that, right? Yes. But it um, turns out you can't. <laughs> so I decided I never wanted to be in that predicament again. Um, I went into credit card debt. Um, I kept my place, but I mean, I had massive amount of debts because I couldn't afford to just pay rent normally or pay utilities normally. So um, it was just a really difficult period of time for myself mm. and for so many others out there. Yeah. And what I decided was, um, you know, at this point, I needed something else that I could do outside of corporate America. And so what I did is I took all of my skills um, that I've learned over the time that I spent there and I created a virtual assistant business. And so that was kind of the first business that I launched um, to bring me into this world. And uh, it was a lot of fun, but I wouldn't ever say it was something I was passionate about. It was more of a convenience factor, right? Mm -hmm. Taking some knowledge I already had and then learning how to make income on my own with it. So 
definitely learned a lot during those first 10 years. Yeah. And I think that's the most coolest thing about being an entrepreneur is you're always learning. I, I don't think it ever stops because okay. technology and information is continually changing and advancing. So no, that's beautiful. Um, virtual assistants back 10 years ago, that's pretty awesome. Because I think that's around the time that I read the book for our work week. And Tim Ferriss talks about virtual assistants. I'm like, how are you working four hours? And, and it was like a fascination to me. And I was like, that's never gonna work. How did you like, I was in denial. But I know now that it is true, because there's a ton of virtual assistants that are helping entrepreneurs level up and scale. In mm -hmm. fact, I I've been working with the VA for the past couple, you know, about a year and a half myself. So it's been, it's been pretty exciting because now, you know, I have a top of a peace of mind that I'm not the only one that's, you know, focused in making this business, this podcast, a reality, a success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not only that, but you know, I'm curious for you, how much time have you gotten back because you've hired a VA to help you? You know, like what have, how much time have you gotten back? And like, what do you get to focus on now that you couldn't before? Absolutely. I've, you know, I've, I would easily say that I've gotten back 40 to 50 hours back just from, you know, <laughs> one, one virtual assistant helping me 10 hours a week. I've gotten like 40 hours because Here's the thing about when you do something for yourself, it's never perfect. Yes. You spend countless hours like, oh, one more minute, oh, 30 more minutes, I'll be done, this will be perfect. And then you're like mm -hmm. tweaking it and being a designer myself, I spend way much, way more time and figuring those things out than actually employing it and deploying it and then executing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's awesome when you have somebody else they have a step-by-step -step process what they need to follow and when they're done they're done and they're going to go through it much more quickly because they're focused on that one specific task and as entrepreneurs we are squirrel minded we're always jumping on what's the latest thing oh TikTok, i gotta do a TikTok video <laughs> right oh i gotta go jump on the new youtube you know facetime whatever thing <laughs> like mm -hmm. throwing all those words together and mince them together people like oh my god I got to get on that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. We're easily distracted and perfectionists. You know, I mean, it's, it's our livelihood, our dream, our passions, you know, whatever it is, you're, you're connected to your business. And there's times I'll be designing um, media or speaker sheets. And I'm like, just one more tweak, just like six more tweaks, just another hour, like yeah. <laughs> just a little bit more. And it's really nothing that I would really think anyone else can really tell the difference on, but it's just something I see. Yeah. And I want it to be just right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And and I'm I'm the same way. And I'm and for the longest time, I was like, I wish I could clone myself. Right. So then I could get twice the work done. Mm -hmm. And with VAs, you can technically clone yourself because you're telling them exactly what you do mm -hmm. and how they can do it. And then you just multiply that. And I think that's one of the reasons why when Henry Ford says, I don't know, you know, Henry Ford was like, he's the one who set up this entire, the, what, what do you call that? The time belt where, you know, you pass from stages. I forget the name for it. Uh, the assembly line, mm -hmm. right? 
he's like, I don't know anything, but I know a hundred people that are really good at it. So knowing the right person to do the job, you save so much time and you get so more, so many more hours in your day. So yeah, thank you so much um, for launching that business. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was really interesting because um, there's just so many different types of entrepreneurs that I got to work with. You know, some are in MLMs. Mm -hmm. um, I would just do some graphics for them. Um, that's kind of what I really enjoyed the most is graphic design. And um, some of them had like nonprofits and they were building houses over, uh, sorry, not over, but down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just so great to work with such a large variety of different people and yeah. seeing like all the different passions and dreams that people have. And those passions and dreams is making them a living. Like mm -hmm. that is something that the average human being does not, cannot grasp. And mm -hmm. they always think, Oh, that's a quick rich scheme. Well, not really. If you really are passionate about something and you teach that something, you can really make a living. A lot of the conversation that I've been having with, with my guests, entrepreneurs, they've walked the path. And that's what I'm here, you know, interviewing you, you've walked the path, you've been doing this for 10 years. And it's possible anybody can do it. Because there's each one of us bring our own quality, our own uniqueness to this world. And the way we connect with our friends and families, there's no none other than who you are. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Abigail, tell me some of your motivations for the things that you do on a daily basis. So what is the current thing that you're working on? What what motivates you and where are you taking it? Yeah. Um, do you mean like business wise or just anything goes? Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes. Um, well, um, you know, I know that you follow some of my posts and stuff, and I'm really a big advocator in like working on healing yourself. And a realization I had earlier this week, um, someone had like scheduled a Zoom call with me, um, you know, like a client. Mm -hmm. And in my Zoom um, Zoom form, you can leave a comment or ask a question, so I can kind of prepare for that. And he asked, um, "What's the answer to life?" And I just instinctively, you know, I, I thanked him for booking the call. And then I wrote, you know, I think the answer to life is learning how to heal yourself so that in turn, you're healing the global consciousness. Yes. And oh, they gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, that's really what I'm working on right now is just finding all the parts of me that maybe have been a little broken mm. over the lifetime of different experiences and things I've been through and yeah. really going inside and asking myself like, what do I need to pass this point? Like, what do I need to heal myself in these areas? And so a lot of things I've been doing right now is uh, doing a lot of journaling, mm -hmm. uh, doing a lot of meditation. I do um, guided meditation specifically at night. Mm -hmm. And I do one called Hono Ono Pono. Have you heard of that one before? I have not. You haven't? Um, it's basically uh, four simple phrases that are just repeated over and over. And it just says, um, I'm sorry. Um, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And that just repeats over and over. Um, and the idea is to take those, those words while they're repeating and imagine a scenario in your life that you have a pain or, um, felt hurt by someone, um, yeah. or by yourself. So I've been mainly focusing towards myself to heal 
myself from the inside out. Yeah. And I've been doing that for about six months and I love it. You know, when I first started, I was like, I don't know if I can meditate for a half an hour. Like that's a long time, <laughs> but now I'm stacking meditations. And so I just, I fall asleep to it. And then my subconscious does the rest of the work and it's been wonderful. <laughs> that's, that is beautiful. Uh, that's something that I like, I can meditate, but I haven't, I guess my time, the way that I've been meditating, I guess, is by spending time with my kids. Mm. Right? So I try to put things out of my mind and try to focus on, okay, the moment and giving them the most joy possible. And, you know, as parents or, you know, as a parent, as a dad, that's something that we value a lot. And I think the VA part helps so much. Having a VA, having somebody, a team member help you get that time back because you know money will come back you know, you know spending time is that this moment will not return mm -hmm. yeah um, and i think that's a really great point to bring up because people often think that the only way to meditate is to sit down in a quiet place and sit still think or not think or try to avoid thinking whatever it is mm -hmm. or guided meditations but really i think meditation is so many more things like you said it's being present in the moment yeah. and the situation that you're in and for you that's with your your kids and your family exactly. it could be cooking it could be reading it's anything that gets you i think it's in the um theta brain waves so yes. anything that just kind of gets you right here <laughs> even <laughs> this right now would be considered maybe meditation because we're being so present with each other absolutely you're 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 100 right and that's why i focus on hobbies i mean the reason i started the podcast was i wanted to document my beekeeping journey and the the peaceful mind like you're you're sitting there looking at these bees going in coming out there's because they're busy bees right they're moving so fast and you see them grow and you see the different things that they're doing it's it's meditation in itself beekeeping cycling you know whatever it is whatever hobby that you pick it's really you get to use your hands and your mind together in in concert mm -hmm. uh, like you're playing you know <laughs> like you're playing piano it's it's really powerful thank you for you know bringing that topic up of meditation yeah, you know, I do art in my spare time, uh, do art, I paint, I draw um, graphic design. Yeah. And I always, you know, most of the things that I do in the day for my business, I feel like it kind of takes energy from me, right? I have to give something in order to make anything progress, right? Yeah. But with art or any type of meditation type activity, I always feel like it's re-energizing like re me, revitalizing mm -hmm. me. And when I'm done with it, I'm not tired. I'm not, you know, I guess tired is really the only one I can think of, but I'm, I'm no longer tired. Like yeah. I feel like I can go out and go do something else after, you know, you're not exhausted. And that's why they say, you know, the runner's high, you've run so long that you're, you're so fully energized. Your, your blood is pumping all through of your, you know, entire body and all your muscles and for a technical term for something like that, you know, Tesla has employed it called regenerative, regenerative braking, right? You're braking and building energy using that friction energy, converting that into electricity. So you're, you're absolutely right. Doing something that you enjoy, you love, that engages your mind and your body re-energizes you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, so what is something that you're working 
towards in the future? And actually, you know what? What is something that you do that uh, entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, audience that's listening to the to, to the podcast, what can they take away from it? Like, give us some tips that you employ on a daily basis, and how can people get to that next level? And yeah. Sure. Okay. So yeah, give you some tips. So, um, you know, as you know, I have the business called the human network connection Mm -hmm. and essentially what it is, is right now it's a platform that is a directory in the future. It's going to be expanded into a few other different types of platforms, um, all encompassed into one, but Mm -hmm. right now it's a place where if you're an entrepreneur, you can go to look at a directory full of media hosts, who have podcasts like you mm-hmm. or um, YouTube channels, web TV, um, digital magazines, blogs, I mean, plethora of all types of events, um, speaker summits that are all virtual. Mm-hmm. Everything in the directory is virtual. Um, and when I first started it, people were kind of like, well, why not do like in-person speaking events too? And for some reason, my gut was just like, no, I just want to do virtual. And then all of a sudden COVID hit. And I was like, this makes so much sense now. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so it's basically just a platform to help you guys connect, share and grow together. Um, Book interviews, features, whatever it is that you're interested in doing. Um, But beyond that, what I like to tell people is right now I'm really trying to explain to people how when they do one interview on a podcast or wherever it is that they're doing it. And for whatever reason, they think they're going to get a lot of clients from it, but they don't seem to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. And I want to offer just a slight perspective on why that might be occurring. Um, There's several reasons why, but the one I want to focus on is because when an audience only sees you one time, it's not necessarily enough time for them to really get to know you and to trust you and to believe in what you're providing to check out your services. You know, they always say when you're trying to make sales, it takes anywhere from like what, six to 15 touch points before someone can come to you and say, okay, I'm finally ready to purchase. And so I kind of want people to understand it's a little bit similar to that way. So instead of focusing on doing one interview and like an mass like array of media i think it'd be better to do maybe five interviews and do you know two per so maybe six interviews and like do two per channel you know what i mean so it's giving that audience time to just really get to know you because that's how we build relationships that's the future of business and that's where we're going you know i think corporate america has kind of had its time for the most part. And I think we're getting ready to really evolve into something else when it comes to businesses, how we function, why we function, how we connect with our clients and customers and and really going a lot deeper than what we have in the past. Abigail, what you said right now is giving me goosebumps because (laughs) so I've been following a few publicists, a really good friend of ours, uh, guest of ours and a friend, Christina, um, she talks about, you know, publicity and, and contacting reporters, you know, being on the the HARO, you know, help a reporter out mm-hmm. network. So I'm subscribed to these emails. So listen, I get three emails every day. And what you, when you mentioned this, you know, being in more places and talking about what the services you're, that you're offering, I hadn't thought, thought about that at all from that perspective. Sure, I'm, I'm looking to push my podcast and, you know, promote it 
one way or another, but there's something new that I've been working on, which is, you know, setting up my studio. So it took me about a few months to figure out all the things that I wanted in my studio so I can, at a moment's notice, go live or record a video and talk to people and have multiple camera angles, right? So when you mention this and I'm like, like the headlines are scrolling in my head, local man creates a home studio and this is how you can do it, right? And I'm like, wow, I can go reach out to local uh, news networks and tell them because everybody's at home. All of our night show hosts are shooting from home. And there was a um, there was a video I watched I've, I've, since being a videographer and following so many different uh, tools that I use as a video editor. There's a tool called um, it's escaping my mind, of course. So it enables you to upload content to a cloud server where editors and producers can download it, pick the stuff that you want, put it together, and then publish the show. And that's a system that our good friend Conan O'Brien and his production team is using. So they did an that's interview incredible. with the, Sorry? That's incredible. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, um, Conan O'Brien is at home. We, set, we give him a light and he's using his iPhone to record all of these conversations. And anytime they're having a, a interview segment, they're using Zoom, just like all of us. And the recordings then get uploaded. Then the producers and the, the directors and the editors, they basically take it all down, put the stuff together, and then they publish these episodes. I'm like, wow, if people have a nice looking studio, because right, there's a ton of people that ran out buying gear such as the Ecamm Live, where you can connect HDMI DSLR cameras to your computer to get really high quality. There's Elgato uh, light set that people are looking for. Um, it's called the Key Light, like $200. It's sold out everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. People are picking up these things because everybody wants to be online. Right, everybody wants to go live, and and this is this is the new norm. And so I was like, wow, this is this is a very interesting space. So I, I've had a bunch of equipment. Being a video editor and and a filmmaker, I've had the gear, and I was watching, and I've been following Pat Flynn. He's done 120 live streams on YouTube, two hour long streams for every day. For 114 days, he's been doing it. Two Every hours? single day, he's spending two hours on, you know, from 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Because he's in he's in uh, San, uh, San Diego. So from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., he's online talking to people, just giving ton of value. Mm. And he's built, you know, he's he's gained so many more followers or subscribers on his on his program on his uh, YouTube channel but then he's also has so many courses that you can purchase from him and you know so he's basically built that brand up he's focused on that so you're absolutely right you got to show up more and you can't be a guest on just one episode got to be a guest on ton of different platforms keep talking about your story what value you're bringing and that also points me to a direction. There's a really great podcaster, um, Donnie Boyvin, 
of mm -hmm. the business, you know, the champions. And he calls you, he calls us champions. And he was like, so I asked him, Hey, can I be, a, can I be a guest on your podcast? And then he asked me, okay, what value are you bringing? And for the longest time, I was like, I don't know. I don't have a value. I'm just, I'm just very fascinated about everything. And I'm a hobbyist, you know, I love hobbies and I'm talking about it, but how is that going to help anybody? So for a long time, I was like, I don't have anything. I don't have an offer to, <laughs> to sell. Um, but now I do like, I figured like it's, and I think it takes time, right? It takes time for you to grow out of that mindset and upgrade and, and learn and keep learn and learn and like, and then everything starts making sense and you start seeing the same thing, the same red car everywhere because you'd love the color red, right? So it's all coming together. I'm really fascinated by, you know, the connection they're making and, and the, the parallels in our mindset is just what blows my mind. Yeah, that's, first of all, shout out to Donnie. I mean, let's, let's be honest, he's killing it. He always has. It, yes. Like, uh, yeah, he's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I love watching his content. Um, but that's, it's such a good question for him to ask because, you know, again, stop doing interviews because you think you're going to get sales. Just stop it. Like if that's your end game, you're not, you're not doing this right at this point, you know, you're, you know, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, sure. That's where we were in this, in this, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but that's where we were, but that's just not where we're going anymore. And now it's, it's definitely less about you and more about how can you help others? How can you educate them? How can you solve problems in their lives? How can you help them heal? You know, it's, it's almost like, your hacks and hobbies is a wonderful podcast because it teaches people how to step back from being busy and being entrepreneur and working. And how can I do something fun for myself or for my family? And how can I pull that energy more in a positive direction? So, you know, I, I think you have a lot of value to give with what you're doing, you know? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That, that means a lot. And even though I'm, uh, you know, even though, and that's the other thing, right? You see yourself as somebody and others see you as somebody else. Like you can't see from that perspective. It's impossible. And you really have to step out of yourself or self to see, be able to see that. And that reminds me of Dr. Strange where, where he, <laughs> she pushed him out of him like, whoa, right? <laughs> to be able to do that. We can't do that in real life unless we have somebody, you know, our friends and families or you know entrepreneurs other entrepreneurs and i think that's where mastermind groups and other coaching groups come in uh, where like the values that you mentioned about me i wouldn't have i i can't see it because i'm too close and you know that like they say i'm too much in the weeds i need a ten thousand foot view or you know thirty thousand foot view from somebody else's perspective so thank you so much you know that's very encouraging and Donnie is, is he, he's amazing and, and being a sales force focused, you know, he's, he's been in sales. So being in sales and, and that's something that came really hard for me. I mean, I'm a user experience designer. I've been sitting in front of a computer being a hermit, you know, all my life being, you know, this is, this is a space that I love to hang out in and creating content and creating value, but I don't see it that as if I don't see it myself as creating value for others. 
But the more I look at it, the more I see others talking about like what I'm passionate about, like people that I follow, they're talking about the same stuff that I'm passionate about. Like, well, I can do the same thing and talk about and teach people of what I know. And when I start talking about technology in the unconventional leaders group, uh, we're doing uh, technology, we're doing tech Tuesdays, tech talk Tuesdays, and I'm talking about technology there. They're like, wow, I didn't know that at all. I'm like, wow, I thought everybody knew, right? So that's, <laughs> that's something that we don't realize, like everybody doesn't know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I mean, you don't know until you know. <laughs> and you don't know till you actually talk about it that people need that knowledge people need that help in getting to that next level yeah you know maybe there's a post you can do on your facebook and because we're seeing how others see you instead of how we see ourselves maybe you can ask you know what kind of value do you see that i give and then people can just lose their minds on that post <laughs> No, that's that's really that's really valuable because what I've been posting is I've been asking people about different questions. Like I had a uh, AMA on tech on on my profile, and there was a lot of people that asked me questions. If some were funny, like how do I build the Iron Man arc reactor, <laughs> or can quantum computer break RC encryption? I'm like, sure it can, but you you'll have to wait two decades for that. Right. <laughs> right. So there's some funny questions. So. But you're being very specific. What value can I bring you now that you know what I know? Mm -hmm. Or what value have you seen me provide? Mm. You know, it sometimes, you know, just like you said, it's, I don't remember what artist, I don't know if it's Monet or whoever, but it's the paintings where you get real close to them. You're like, what is all of this? And then you step back and you're like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So it's definitely like that for sure. No, really, really, really good points. Thank you so much. All right. At this point, I'd like to ask my guests some really fun questions and let's see what works for you. Give me one second, actually. That's my son looking to ask to, uh, he wanted to ask if uh, uh, the neighbors can come out and play. So they've been playing outdoors since we're all quarantined for the past, God, I didn't even, I even a hundred days, right? It's been a hundred something days. And, but they, they go out and psych, bike, you know, they can bike with the neighbors, kids. So that's been fun. All right. So. I should have hit pause, but it's fine. That's okay. No worries. We're Welcome back. To Welcome to life. Welcome to life. We're back with the fun questions to ask of our guest, Abigail Sinclair. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Ooh. Well, I just started getting into jump roping, but the hobby that I wished I got into is actually going, I'm hoping if I can do this right, mm -hmm. it will be incorporated into jump roping. So Ooh. jump roping is a lot of footwork, right? 
And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of sea walking or crip walking. I have not. It's like a, it's like a gang dance, okay. <laughs> but it's all done with like heel to toe bouncing. Mm. So I figured because it's so rhythmic, if you could do it just right, you could like sea walk and jump rope. So oh, like wow. that's my new biggest challenge. I want to do this summer. <laughs> Dude, that would be an awesome thing to see. One another thing about jump roping that I learned was double jumping. Or or spinning the rope twice the speed, and my uh, my brother my neighbor was trying to do that. He's he's trying to do those quick jumps, and I was like, "Wow, how are you able to do that?" And then I looked at his jump rope, and it's like this metal, like heavy duty metal thing with plastic covering. I'm like, "Wow, you can really get hurt." I'm like, yeah, I've hurt myself with it. Yeah, when I first started, I had so many lash marks, like. <laughs> My my legs were all messed up. Oh man! <laughs> but it's you know that's just the nature of the beast when you're learning something new. That's right. That's right. You've got to you got to fail a few to get to that next level. Failing fast. All right. Next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? A detective. Ooh. Undercover detective. <laughs> An undercover detective. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I I always look really young, and so. From my childhood, I just, you know, I didn't really understand what really what detectives were at the time. But as I started getting older, I realized like maybe I because I look so young, I could help with like child sex crimes and stuff mm. and like how to catch a predator. And, you know, that was a big dream. But the wow. police people didn't want me. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't ace their test or whatever they were looking for. <laughs> Got it. Well, um, talking about detectives, Veronica Mars was a really cool show. <laughs> Yes. Did you hear about Veronica Mars recently? Sorry? Did you hear about what happened to the woman who played Veronica Mars? No, I didn't. She joined a cult. <laughs> she joined and a cult. Now she, it was a sex trafficking cult. Oh. And uh, now she's, I don't know if she's in prison, but I know the leader, I believe he's in prison. And I think she's oh, wow. either going to jail or on her way because of that's, her involvement. That's crazy. So so the way, the, the way I got into Veronica Mars is... I'm a huge Kickstarter uh, backer. I've backed over 280 Kickstarter projects over the past, you know, seven, eight years. And they were, they launched a project to bring back, kick, uh, you know, bring back uh, Veronica Mars as a movie. So I backed the project. I was like, okay, I'm backing this project, but I need to, <laughs> I need to get the backstory. So I went back and watched all three seasons of Veronica Mars and and I I forgot to watch the last episode and then I went ended up watching the movie I'm like okay so that's what happened <laughs> so that was pretty fun all right next question what is your favorite movie or tv show hmm. um what just happened it left my brain um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Make I can a, tell you the process. Make a fist. Make a fist with your right hand. Uh, no, nothing. No, that's all right. Embers. Embers. Which one? Embers. E-M-B-E-S. -E I've never heard of that one. Maybe maybe I have. So what's the, what's the genre of this movie? Um, gosh, I don't even know the genre. It's basically like humanity loses their sh their ability to have short-term memories or sorry, long-term memories. Okay. And so people, every time, 
I mean, it's a little different for each person, but for example, like one guy, anytime he goes to sleep and he wakes up, he forgets everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and it has about six different storylines that it follows six different people and what they're experiencing in this kind of like a, almost like a post-apocalyptic world. Wow. And, And like how all of them are surviving and maybe not surviving certain situations. Um, but the big takeaway is just learning how to live in the moment again. Um, you know, just being present when you can, cause that's all they have. And so it's, wow, that's very so movie. cool. I mean, that sounds like, I remember 51st dates. Oh, that was an awesome movie, one. right? So that, yeah. that rings a bell and then memento where, mm-hmm. you know, he had short term memory. So he would tattoo himself. <laughs> like, yes. Where was I? So <laughs> I'm going to have to check that movie out because that, that's really fascinating to me. Yeah. All right. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Ooh. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love zombies and oh, man. I think it's amazing when zombies do comedy. So that <laughs> no, one. <laughs> that was a really, really awesome movie. Amen to that. So if you like zombies, have you been watching any of these zombie shows like Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking all of Dead? Them. All of them. I watch all of them. All of them. How about Ash? No. Or Dead Evil. Or Evil Dead, sorry. Yeah, Evil Dead for sure. Classic. Yeah. I love that they relaunched it. So Well, um they so there is many versions of the movie. There there's there is many sequels of the movie, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's well, I mean, probably three of I think three or four. Yeah. Well, they made a TV series called Ash. I don't know if you saw that one. I think so. It's okay. like he's older now, right? Yeah, he's and older. He has like a, like two people that hang out with him to go fight zombies. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the lady who plays Xena, the warrior princess, is even in it. <laughs> oh, she's in it. Nice. I'm going to have to watch it because I was like, oh, I want to go back and watch the original Evil Dead, and then I'll go watch Ash. But, you know, time. I can't watch the original. I've watched the original Evil Dead, but the scene where the zombie or lady demon thing comes up from the floorboards, I just can't. I just, I can't. It's just too too much for me, that scene. All right, there's another zombie movie called Zombieland. Yes. What do you think? That was so good, right? Fun. I liked it. Um, I even liked part two. Not that it was better by any means, mm-hmm. but I think it held its own. You know, I've been, mean, I'm be, so I've been meaning to watch part two, and I ended up getting the extras from part one, and I was like, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> it was like all the extras put together, like none of this makes sense. So then I was like, okay, let me go rent the right one. All right, zombies. Yeah, they're. It's something else. I mean, um, Z World or World War, was it World War Z with, um, what's his name? Brad Pitt mm-hmm. versus Z World. That was, that was something else. Like zombies with superpowers. Yeah. Like, get out of town, man. Yeah. <laughs> Keep those ones away from me. Did you ever see Warm Bodies? No. That one's also a very. Oh, no, no. I did see the movie of Warm Bodies. Yes, yes, yes. And I was going to mention I Zombie. Yep. That was yep. really good too. Okay. I love them all, honestly. No, I, those love, are... I just love the different perspectives of what zombies are and, and what people, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Next question. 
who is your favorite superhero? Ooh, Captain Marvel. Mm, I love her. <laughs> She's so good. Yeah, I actually had never seen the movie, and um, you know Robert Garcia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were hanging out one day, and he's like, I know you like superheroes. Uh, have you seen Captain Marvel? And I was like, nah, I don't know if really that one's for me. And he's like, nah, you're going to love it. He was right. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I was like, dude, she's my new role model. Like, I want to be that badass. Can I please? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember if you told me which character you'd play. Or, you, or did you say which movie? Which movie would you choose if you had to play a character in it? Oh, yeah, that's what brought up the zombie one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so which Shaun movie is it? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I, my brain is. <laughs> it's all right. You got kids. It's COVID. Yeah. It's <laughs> all right. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Well, I play D&D, so that would be it. I mean, if I could just become a D&D game, that would be awesome. Well, I don't know if that's a board board game specifically, but there are... Or maybe it is a board game. <laughs> like, let me show you. Yes, I am showing you. <laughs> so there's, like, pieces, oh. and you move them around on maps. <laughs> and you have characters. <laughs> Um, so this is my old character. Nice. That's so cool. <laughs> so, in a way, it's kind of like a board game, not a classic concept like mm-hmm. Sorry or Monopoly. Monopoly. Or like yeah. <laughs> What's funny is that there are zombie board games where you roll the dice and then you see, you know, you, you pick different cards and you like zombies are coming to you and you run away. Uh, yeah. So there are board games that are based off of like Walking Dead or iZombie and stuff like that. And uh, and then talking about zombies again, there was an app called um, Run Something, which was yes. a, which was a Kickstarter project, and it was basically your you have your your headphones in and you have your phone and you're playing this game and it's telling you okay now walk, and there are zombies coming and then you start running. And basically, on your run, you're picking up supplies and whatnot to take back to your camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually use that. That's my running app. <laughs> um, it's called Zombies Run. <laughs> Zombies Run. That's right. That was that was an awesome and fun app to play. I love it because you actually hear the zombies like or whatever yes, zombie noise. Yes, I I remember playing that game or using that game to run. Also, when when I was back in uh, Denver, I don't run much. But I think if they had a cycling version, <laughs> that'd be so much more fun because I cycle a lot. You can actually run it while you do anything. It doesn't have to just be running because it will, it will pick up your pace. And then that, I think the pace is what dictates the storyline. The storyline. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll have, I'm going to have to go back and give it a try. I think they're at version three or four now. It's It's been so long. Yeah. It's, it's They've done a lot of upgrades. It's amazing to see how far they've come. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful it's it's like we're running in same circles what's going on <laughs> and we've just met all right abigail this was a lot of fun talking to you thank you so much for sharing your knowledge sharing your mindset sharing your tips and tricks and you know it was just so much fun getting to know you on a totally different level and learning about your personality as the lover of zombies you know um 
And every time you say, you know, heal yourself from the inside, I keep thinking the song Heal the World by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Mm, it's the same thing it's the same message it's because, the same message you know uh in in my mind we're all one consciousness we're all connected Absolutely. um reflections of each other so when we take the time to heal ourselves we're actually healing our brothers and sisters yeah. or vice versa when we offer forgiveness to people who've hurt us in the past or love or all of the above and what that does is it not only lets us free from carrying that baggage yeah but it it sends them that healing energy too and and who knows maybe that can help them move on as well and then simultaneously it's still healing you so wow that is so powerful and, and that that hits me on a totally different level because our physical self like our brain is just the operating system for our body but our mind is not of this world mm -mm. it's you know it's uh, there are several dimensions, and we only know three of them or four of them, I guess. Like time is one dimension, and then all of all of this is is very linear. But there are more dimensions because when they talk, when you talk about quantum physics and quantum entanglement, yeah, I love quantum physics. It's so <laughs> inspiring, and and one of my uncles, he talks in very deep details about mm -hmm. the theories of quantum and how it's been like from day one, like all of it, like the universe is still expanding. It's still growing. It's a living being, right? So all of that and combined with who we are as human beings. And there was a TikTok that I watched and this guy is saying that in seven years, we're not the same person because every single cell in our body has died and we have new cells. So we are not the same person that was seven years ago. Mm -hmm. It's the consciousness in our mind. And when our body dies, we become, we, become, we become part of the earth and then plants grow and then somebody is eating those plants and trees and we are just a consciousness in a body and we're all the same. So that's just so beautiful, you know, looking at from that perspective, we're all the same, we're all here to do just one thing is to help one another and heal each other. So thank you so much for helping us get there. And last question, where can my audience find you? Sure. Um, you can look me up on Facebook, Abigail Sinclair with an E. Um, I'll probably be the first one you see on there because there's never an E in Sinclair. Um, and then the other place you can find me if you're interested in learning more about what I do is um, www.humannetworkconnection.com. And uh, I would be more than happy to help anyone who's interested. Awesome. Thank you, Abigail. I'll be sure to drop the links in the podcast notes so people can connect with you. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and sharing the healing power that comes with this deep connection. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on the website hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.